Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means Tom Brady just bought a stake in your favorite team, too. So whatever your favorite team is, Tom Brady now owns part of it. Tom's coming. What is that? Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Tom's coming. What does that even mean? Did what you is say it? steak? <laughs> yeah. S-T-A-K-E. Ah, not S T E A K. Yeah, he's all. The, also, if there were Tom Brady steaks, I'd subscribe to that monthly. Ask anybody; they're the best steaks. Wait, hold on. Who's Seven. Tom's? Tom's are good too. Seven right, he could be the Paul Newman of steaks. steaks. <laughs> I'm into that. I don't hate that at all. I'm Fred Slovan. Nunley is here alongside yeah. us. Steve Palmasano, the owner of the ABQ Dukes. Steve, how you doing, brother? Good, how are you? Doing good. We're at the shop today. Give me the address. 3500 Central Boulevard Southeast. Right here next to, uh, well, it's the plaza. We're at the little The plaza. Knob Hill Shopping the Knob, Center. Yeah, so it's the intersection of Central and Carlisle. Come hang out with your boys. We'll be here broadcasting live up until 615, because that's when we hand this program off to the Albuquerque Isotopes, who are going to beat up Mitch Garver today. Yeah, they're good. Gonna, they're going to beat him up. On and off the field. Steve, Wait, what? What? Hello? Huh? Steve, does Mitch have uh, Albuquerque Dukes gear? Does he got some stuff? Uh, he has a bunch of stuff, yes. Okay, well, that's good. Hat. Thanks. Shirt. Where'd he go? La Cueva? I believe so. Is that correct? I think he went to La Cueva. I'm saying La Cueva. Sounds High school right. phenom. Spanish for the Cueva. I don't know if that's true. Wait, what? Yeah, I think it's a new storm okay. front. He went to UNM. That's true. As is as did his dad. Graduated. His dad a tennis player. Graduated in 2012, is that right? 2013. Went in the Ninth round in the Minnesota Twins, now spending some time in Texas, spending some time on the rehab. Had a big press conference today over at Isotopes Park. We could not be there because we are so fortunate to be right here at the Albuquerque Duke store. So we're excited to be here throughout the broadcast. Van, you're giving away your money? That's correct. Okay. Uh, any purchases that are uh, non-Jersey related? Steve, is same deal. 20% off all Duke's jerseys today? That, sure. What? What do you yeah. mean, sure? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then anything non-Jersey related? Right out of Van's pocket, 10% off anything else in the store. All right, hold on. And we had a running tab last time, and I believe it was $51.23. Is that right? <laughs> let's, let's beat that this time. Well, you're not going to beat low. it because I already bought something and no one gave me a discount. So this You is, don't count. Okay. This is just this is the persecution <laughs> that I don't want, I don't deserve. Also, if you give me just two points off, that's two points. The Lakers could have used last night, Steve. Yeah. As they fell in the sweep to the Denver, and I just looked this up. They're called the Nuggets. Yeah, crazy, huh? You know what that's from? No. Me either. Let's <laughs> ask somebody from Denver. 505-246-0610. Where are 303ers at? What's up? <laughs> Might have to, something to do with mining. I, I thought it was a bulls, like a bull thing. It's gold nuggets, Fred. R- Rocky Mountain. Give me a break. Rocky Mountain Nuggets is a thing, right? That's uh, similar. You talking about Rocky Mountain oysters? Oh, uh, yeah. They're not the oysters. <laughs> that's, that's 
what I thought they were at the uh, the big the big bowl. They play ball, not deep fry them. Ah, nice. Yeah, nice. They played uh, ball to two points better than the L.A. Lakers last night, and it was a tough one for the L.A. Lakers, except for one LeBron James who had 21 in the first quarter, was unstoppable in every aspect of the game basketball until all of his teammates and his coaching staff in the city of Los Angeles gave up. Nuggets fans, (laughs) get your brooms out. Lakers fans, ask your house cleaner to get their broom out. Because it's a sweet baby, four and and0 Nuggets on their way to their first NBA Finals. Isn't that crazy? Isn't yes, that, it's crazy. Is the Joker the best number fifteen ever with Carmelo Anthony retiring? <clears throat> I think. Uh, how many MVPs did Carmelo Anthony have? Zero. Zero. The answer is zero. So yes, he's already the best number fifteen. He's the ninth highest score, greatest, most prolific. He's at least he's number nine all time of points. That's pretty good. I like the guy who made the finals. How about that? Yeah, that dude's Yeah, dude. how about that guy? Hey, also Jamal Murray. Hey, welcome. Dude. Welcome. Michael Jamal. Porter Jr. Dude. Dude. Been a dude. So we talk, oh my gosh, I am, there's a couple dudes I am a fan of in the NBA. We talk about them all the time. Jason Tatum, I'm a fan of. A huge fan. Bradley Beal, I'm a huge fan. These are St. Louis guys. St. Louis guys. Michael Porter Jr. went to Mizzou. I'm a big Mizzou guy, but he forever has battled all of the injuries. He forever had the lower back, had the lower body, just couldn't figure the thing out, the shoulder. And Michael Porter Jr. now is like, well, I've decided to show up, and because I've decided to show up, I'm going to win all of the games. Significant minutes, finally. Yeah. And the dude's a stud. I I agree completely that the dude is a stud. I agree completely that he can go. The thing is, he's going when the light is brightest, and there's a different energy to that for me than there is otherwise. Because all year long, whenever you don't realize what he's doing, because he's not doing anything, and then all of a sudden the Lakers, which are like this, they're like, well, we don't have to worry about him. He didn't do anything all year. He didn't have anything in the playoffs. And now they're here, and this happened last night too on the broadcast, and I almost feel like ESPN is doing a thing where it's like, oh, we don't want the Nuggets to win because we don't know anything about them. We don't know how to talk <laughs> sure, about them. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't, like, this is terrible. I'm Mark Jackson, and I can't tell you a thing. Like, that's Michael Porter Jr. He's buffing the system. Yeah, the ESPN broadcasters are basically you talking about anything except for wrestling. You just gotta—they just gotta Google it on the spot when they're talking about the Nuggets. But you can't. They're like there's a Nikola, TV. Nikola Jokic, good. Everyone else, uh-huh. Uh-huh. what? <laughs> Who's this? How do you beg an entire station to stop putting a single broadcaster up? That's rough. It's like we're obviously talking about Mark Jackson. We're obviously talking about Mark Jackson. Yeah. Like, it's an entire fan base. Is We are watching these games. We are taking them in. And uh, there's, there's like, points in the game where Mark Jackson's like, well, you just, you know, if you're Denver here, you can't let LeBron shoot the three. Here's the thing. He's been shooting the three terrible all season. What, or, excuse me, all series. What are you doing, Mark Jackson? This is the, you. They need to do that. They're, They've been so incredibly successful at that thing you're saying they shouldn't do. Beg LeBron and D'Angelo Russell to shoot threes. Just stand there. It's like they don't prep. do like just broad palms up openly <laughs> towards the three point line. Anywhere greater and than twenty five feet. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff Van Gunny's like, listen, we need to talk about all the complexities and intricacies and inside out season. And me, who's like basketball fan, who can watch the game on mute and be fine. I'm like, I do kind of want to hear that stuff. 
Now, also, am I being an idiot here? Like, regular, like, NBA viewer likes Mark Jackson when he goes, oh, that's a locker room guy. <laughs> like, are they into that? Maybe. Ugh, stop it with this. Yeah, that's a guy that wants to win. And then, I don't oh, know if you've been okay. watching the Eastern Conference Finals with the volume on, but Kevin Harlan, friend of the show. The best. Is doing the best call in the history of basketball. And then you got to watch this Lakers Nugget series. Well, not anymore, you don't. And deal with Mark Jackson's idiocy. It's awful. It's punishment. Jeff Van Gunny will go on like a three minute diatribe about the complexities of offense, about the importance of attacking the rim, about weak side rebounding, about ball control, about ev- everything that's every aspect of the game from fundamentals to the most exquisite mindset. And Mark Jackson will be like, hit it on the head, partner. You're like, what? what? Mark, why are you sitting here? You got his producers are in his ear. That's dead air. Yeah. Mark, it's dead air. Mark, say something. Mark, you're very bad. Say something. JVG, save it. JVG, go. LeBron something. Yeah, that literally. Okay. And at the press conference, LeBron after the game was like, glad that's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like... <laughs> That Nikola Jokic is terrorizing me in real life and my nightmares. <laughs> he goes, yeah, just one year closer to Bronny being here. The whole crowd goes, here in L.A., right? That's what you mean? Uh-huh. You, mean you mean here here in this this area code, hopefully, this zip code? Victor Wimbayama in the James family winning the championship in two years. That's not untrue. That's not untrue at all. Yeah, Mark Jackson's awful. Mike Breen is so good, too. Like, there's so much talent up there, and then there's this, like, glaring deficit during the broadcast. Came He's down. above average player. I'll hand him one who? single solid who? Mark Jackson. Compared to the other dudes who do it? No. Above average basketball player. I'll, oh. hand, I'll hand him oh. one single solitary rose. No. And then after that, you sucked as a coach. You sucked as an assistant Super coach. sucked. You sucked as an analysis. Triple an analyst, And now you suck as a color guy. The guys doing commentary now are were better players. Reggie Miller was a better player. Hmm. The, the cat from Detroit, Grant Hill, better player. Like, Mark Jackson is the worst of the players who are currently doing it. Yes. He's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a guy who, like, calls for people's, like, jobs or anything, but this is. Especially in this industry. No. We don't eat our own. Uh-uh. But when you're that bad. It's not, it's not good, man. Yeah. And the lights are so bright in the finals, right? This is the NBA finals. You could, like, hear me out. Call Van Tate. Like, just get Van Tate up there. He will talk about the game, and it will be insanely better. Sure. Go. Friend of the show, Josh Sushan. Friend of the show, Rob Portnoy. Yeah. Anybody. Anybody. Anybody except for Mark Jackson. Anyone who's ever called a basketball game. Myself, Justin Bietta. Yeah. Like, go get anyone in the world. Get Jesse Jackson. Get- <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> get Lamar Jackson. Get any other Jackson Tito. except for Mark Tito is fine. Tito I, will be great. I doubt he's busy. Let me Google if Tito's alive. Hold on one second. Just do this. Google okay. Tito Jackson's calendar, May 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Google says uh, no search results. And you're like, yeah, that, yeah, that tracks. That super tracks. Good news, Albuquerque. Tito Jackson's alive. Hold, hold up. Was that in question? Uh, yeah, in my head. How do you not put J.J. Redick on there if we're having like a real honest moment? He's too busy doing uh, coaching interviews in the NBA. He's not too busy. He'll make time. <laughs> He'll say, listen, just meet me there. Just meet me at Miami because they'll be asleep. They'll be asleep today. Or just have him work remote. It would be better. Like from his hotel in Hoboken, it would be better than Mark Jackson sitting there right on the floor. Oh, like when the way they were doing it during COVID? Yes. 
They go down to their basements. Give me J.J. Buck calling women's games from a hotel room in COVID 100%. over Mark Jackson. Yeah. They're live on the court. Yeah. 100%. J.J., you have to go to a hotel by yourself. You said J.J. Uh, Buck. No, I said I meant J.J. Yeah. Buck on purpose. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I meant okay. what I said. That's even yes. better. So, uh, Voice of the Lady Lobos. Well, I like that one, too. So they're like, J.J., you can do the NBA games, but you have to go to a hotel. That way there's no uh, drooling Fred Slow fan base behind you while you're <laughs> doing move. it to keep yeah. him away. <laughs> That's the move. We're hanging out at the ABQ Duke store all night long. Come hang out with us. We had some friends of the show come by earlier. That was a lot of fun. The What's what's the hot thing right now, Steve? What's going? What's, what's flying off the shelves? Uh, the hats are always... The top. That's the top one? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need to get a new hat. That's what you're telling me. We're throwing out the first pitch tomorrow, Van. I need some Dukes gear. For sure. I need to look the part. You go Dukes. I'll go Topes. Okay. And our cameraman has to wear mariachis. That's Brandon Ortega. Okay. That is uh, double duty. Pulling double duty that night. Nice. <laughs> I call star of TV and radio and now feature film Brandon Ortega. They say, "Hey, can you uh, can you like rec- like shoot a little thing of me and Van going out throwing the first pitch?" I'm like, "I'm like, it's cool, right? Like, I'm not asking a weird question." He's like, "I don't know, man. Like, I'll be there, but I'll probably be busy." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, what? I ask you for about three favors a year." He babysat my dog one time, and now he will do nothing oh, for us a, forever. That's 100 percent true. Yeah. I've helped him move multiple times. How many times he's got to move? How many times? <laughs> <laughs> like, Just, I'll go. I'll go take pictures of you. Steve, thank oh, you, thanks, Steve. Steve. Shout day. out to Steve. Also, it's Steve's birthday week. Coming to ABQ Dukes, <laughs> tell Steve happy birthday, and we will uh, we'll just celebrate it. I don't really know if there'll be any sort of incentive aside from fellowship, aside from where we get back from the break. We're gonna have a lot of fun in this one. We're gonna talk a little Tom Brady as he is. Uh, he he bought a women's basketball team like five minutes ago, and then today. He was like, um, I'll mess around and buy, buy one of the most historic sports franchises in the entire company or country and um, let the rumors start about me playing quarterback. Stoked. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This is where New Mexico comes for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We came to play. We came to play. We came to play. Ready, Griff? We came to play. We came to play. We came to play. We came to play. Back on the program, back live from the ABQ Duke store, the intersection of Central and Carlisle at the Knob Hill Shopping Complex. Is that what this is called? Knob Hill Shopping Center? Knob Hill Shopping Center. Just just an absolute shade west of Carlisle. It's just right here. 1947, Fred. I feel personally attacked here. <laughs> the second we saved Europe from the Nazis, yes. yeah, came right back here and built this yeah. complex. Steve's like, do you know what? Do you know what ended yeah. in 1947? I'm like, I don't know what 1946. And he's like, no, this, this dirt lot, this barren piece of land. <laughs> Come down to the shopping center. Friend of the show, Spencer, showed up and he brought us some Lacumbe Brew. What yeah, is baby, Hop Drift, Cold Indian, Cold India Pale Ale. I don't know what that is. It's Chris Jackson's favorite drink. I don't know what this is. I'm sorry, Chris Jackson. I'm going to taste it on air. <laughs> okay, so Hot Drift is my new favorite thing in the whole world. Okay. All right, cool cool can, could, cool taste. Here, hold on. You, didn't, you did it too far away from the mic. Oh, did I do it too far away? I got your back. Here we go. Okay, you ready? 
Oh, wait, hold on. I got my finger right. under it. Oh, you have little girl's fingers. Oh, that's oh, ASMR. That's what's up right there. Put that on YouTube. Get a million likes. Oh, that's delicious. Yeah. We get ASMR. Oh, okay. How many of these do we have? We're just opening them nonstop. Okay. Oh, come down to ABQ Dukes. We're enjoying a, um, an adult beverage as we talk about Tom Brady agreeing to become a minority owner of the Raiders. Oh, I thought he was white. The, okay, I need, we need to have a real conversation about timing. Oh. <laughs> Mark Davis is uh, telling anyone who will listen publicly that Tom Brady is in. He has bought part of the team. It's not that there's a ton of details on it yet, so let's speculate, boys. As far as I know, the only detail so far mm-hmm. is Tom Brady has to get the exact same haircut as Mark Davis. I think that's the only term in their agreement. Okay, my one understanding yeah. of it is he bought ownership in the Raiders so that he could go into like the new facility and the Raiders Hall of Fame, and he could take down every single thing that re- that at all references the Tuck rule. <sighs> that's a smart play. It's a that smart is a play. really smart play. Take Charles Woodson out of the books altogether. Steve, I, to me, the, the vision here for Tom Brady, go in, eliminate anything that references the Tuck rule. And then uh, I'll leave victorious again. And, and that happened before the internet, so there'll be no record of it whatsoever. The what? Huh? What? What? What are we even referencing? It's gone. Uh, adios. Gone forever. See ya. <laughs> also uh, releases uh, Jimmy Garoppolo out of spite because their rich history of just being in the same vicinity. Just uh, at the very least. The first depth chart has to have Tom Brady at the top mm-hmm. and then Jimmy Garoppolo second for old time's sake. Speaking of the top, that's where Tom Brady will be of every hotel and casino in Vegas. He, have you ever seen Smoking Aces? My favorite old time, Smoking Aces. Of course I have. Thank you. I it's, love it so much. It's my that's Jeremy Piven's only good movie ever. A, Name one, I dare you. Today's I No, so... Smoking Aces is a film where Ryan Reynolds and Ray Liotta, R.I.P., have to combat all the coolest characters ever created in a movie, and they have to do it like like journey, video game style through waves of them in ever-increasing difficult situations. If you haven't seen Smoking Aces... It's so very good. It is a white-knuckle thrill ride. Every character is perfect. The dialogue is perfect. Correct. The cinematography is perfect. Don't watch Smoking Aces 2 because it's the opposite. Smoking Aces 2 is like Jurassic Park 2. Yes. It should should not even have been made. It should have been thought of. It's like the Titanic 2. The return of the Titanic? Yes. (laughs) Titanic 2, the search for the Titanic. Titanic 2, they hit a, a big old pile of iceberg lettuce. There's a That's se- the difference. There's a scene in Smoking Aces with Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's the greatest scene in the history of cameos and movies, Ben Affleck and Smoking Aces. Jason Bateman's? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? It, no, I'm talking Ryan Reynolds and Ben Affleck, and I'm not trying to spoil it if you haven't seen Smoking Aces, but Ryan Reynolds uh, gets the best of Ben Affleck in a situation, and then he uses him as a real-life marionette to speak. It's the greatest thing in film. I think you're talking about Chris Pine this whole time. I'm talking about Chris Pine. What did you've I been say? Talk, you've been saying Ryan, and Ryan Reynolds well, the whole time? It. He's in it. Correct. But, but this is a Chris Pine scene. That's Correct. Chris Pine, yes. yes. Oh, it's so very good. So anyways, this is my vision. Tom Brady becomes like Jeremy Piven in The Loft. Like he becomes that part of Vegas where no matter what hotel you're in, no matter what casino you're in, there's an omnipresent Tom Brady 
and his influences, including his like foreign ex-wife supermodel, new foreign ex-wife, new supermodel, like women's are there spreading fear, anxiety, and probably spying. He won't be our cameraman tomorrow, but he will text the Sports Animal text line. Okay. Star of TV and radio, KOBTV's very own Brandon Ortega says, Family Man, a good movie with Jeremy Piven. I don't believe you. <laughs> There's only one, and it's called Smoking Aces. It's so very dumb. That's just not good at all. <laughs> Is there a movie called Poser with Jeremy Piven? Because that has also been recommended from the text line. Andy Garcia is in Smoking Ace. Here's the point I'm trying to get to. Tom Brady is going to run Vegas. Vegas used to be run by who? Mariah Carey. The answer is Mariah Carey. Really? I don't know. I'm okay. to well, who are those guys that hung up with Lions? Like, there used to be dudes. Siegfried and Wolf. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. There's, uh, every time Steve drops in from now on stuff, you just hit the bell. It's a fun little moment for Steve. Where is the bell? That's, but that's what, what I'm talking about is he will rise like the cream that he's always been, surrounded by all this worthless milk and whey. He will rise to the top of Vegas and run the entirety of the city the moment he is there permanently. You're talking like Lucky Luciano? Yes. Is that your, your original reference that you couldn't think of, you couldn't I, conjure? I came up with it right away, Siegfried and Roy. Okay. <laughs> Lucky Luciano didn't have any tigers that I know of. He was also in Scooby-Doo, Where's My Mummy, Jeremy Pivot. Okay. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> part, of, part of the program, Steve Palmasano of ABQ Dukes. The, but to me, this is, a, this is a given one. So he bought the, the WNBA team, which he owns a percent. Now he owns the Raiders. Don't think for a second that this baseball stadium is going to get built without his involvement. It's absolutely going to get built because of his involvement. They're going to rename the airport Brady International. Like the whole thing is is Tom Brady-esque or adjacent for the remainder of Lost Brady, which is now what uh, Las Vegas is known as. So now the question, does Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick rescind the offer to have Tom Brady Day on opening day this year. That's a real thing? Because, yeah, it was a real thing. So the most Raiders... Until he bought the Raiders. The most Raiders thing that could happen is in this ascension of the Tom Brady Raider arc that he... They don't rescind it, but he refuses it. Like, he's immediately the enemy of every single thing in person. Okay. Uh, today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of now that Tom Brady's a Raider... What's he going to get arrested for? That, okay, that's a good one. Okay. All right, so. Tom Brady's yeah. impending arrest. Thank you. So, all right, and, and is this stuff that, like, he can be arrested for a lot of things and get away with it. Or Absolutely. Or is this the one that puts him away? Whatever. This okay. is the I-9 yeah. varsity. You Tom make Brady, it what you want, yeah, Fred. Tom Brady arrest. That's it's good. not your first day. Congratulations to the Las Vegas Tom Brady's as they will reach the Super Bowl this year. I'm excited for all the national every team that's going to play against them for the next 10 or 12 seasons in a row this will be incredible for the raiders they got a good streak coming i could feel it do you think they're going to be called the braider nation griffin so good it wasn't mine it wasn't mine who gave it to you why okay first off don't Um, say it's not yours lean into (laughs) it own that griffin mr brunette oh good job (laughs) so let me get this straight friend of the program aaron burnett walked into your production studio and said, tell the joke, Braider Nation. Yeah. And then walked away. And then walked away. Mike like a Like an action hero walking away from a bomb going off. Like when Tom Brady <laughs> walks into a conference room and he says, make a trade. And then walks out. 
R.I.P. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> oh, gosh. People will forget about that tuck rule so fast. All of Brighter Nation. <laughs> what tuck rule? What tuck rule? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> like the cheek tuck that he got? Is that what we're talking about? When he got that plastic surgery on his face to make him look like sexy Skeletor, that tuck? How long's the residency going to be? I don't be? know any other tuck. The residency in Vegas for Tom Brady should last forever. He'll become the outright owner at some point. Until he buys a larger stake in another team. He'll sell his stake in the Raiders and buy a larger stake probably somewhere south Florida, probably Miami. So the drip of it is the Raiders are now, if not already, they are the number one valued franchise in the NFL. They have to be. Because Tom Brady's standing right there. Because Tom Brady is right there. They have one perfectly good Tom Brady sitting right yeah. there. It was cool to start with the Raiders. Now you have Tom Brady. Raider Nation. Hold on. The Raiders should have did this 25 years ago. Oh, good idea. Why start now? Like when he was playing. Right. How quick until he takes Jim? Huh. They a- had six rounds to draft him. They had six perfectly good chances at one Tom Brady. And they took a punter and a kicker before him. Yes, they did. <laughs> oh, brutal. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. A punter and a kicker that were in way better shape than Tom Brady at the time. Shane Leckler. Beast. Also, this one, very first day of minicamp, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. Tom Brady, when he was drafted, looks like the third shift manager of a Kinko's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was the guy. And that's being, that's a stretch, too. At that Kinko's, he would say to his coworkers, he would say, guys, I don't want to go to the parking lot and get the cards. <laughs> guys, go get the <sighs> cards, guys. Grab the other handle. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's a home free guy out there. I don't want to go talk to him, right? Give him $7 to help me unload this truck. You never help, Janice. Yeah, just clock out at 7.53. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Worst manager ever, except of the Las Vegas Raiders. Spencer joining us when we get back? I would love that. Let's talk a little Cambrai when we get back. We have a lot of fun. It's two minutes on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Jeff Symbiana and J.J. Bond. Bond. Wake up with the opening drive on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Duke. The boys are having a lot of fun with it at the Albuquerque Duke store. Uh, Albuquerque, uh, welcome back to Albuquerque Duke City. It took you that long to think of this. Are you serious? That long. I thought it was a good rejoin. <laughs> we've, been, we've been here 35 minutes. And you just now, you're so proud of yourself. Look at the smile. It's ear to ear right now. I like me. We're in the Knob Hill Shopping Center on the corner of Central and Carlisle. 3500 Central Avenue, Southeast, Suite 8. But you know it's sweet because we're here. Hey, we're still here and we're still cool, just like the Duke's memorabilia. That's not so bad. That's what's up. Joining us on the program, sales manager for Albuquerque and surrounding areas. Non-paid endorsement. Friend of the show, friend in real life. Thank you for saying non-paid endorsement because it's not. <laughs> Lacumbre Beer's very own Spencer Aragon. Oh, well, What's hello. happening, my friend? Oh, uh, you know, just selling beer. How you guys doing? So you good. Go, I, I'm going to cut the fat right off of this one real quick. You go to Las Vegas. You go to the Knights game, and all of a sudden Tom Brady buys the Raiders. Dude, I wish I was there <laughs> when he bought it. I, I was literally just there for like a week. Going, to, on, going to only hockey. Uh, well... Only because we won money, we went to the hockey game. Okay. <laughs> Those playoff tickets are expensive, man. Have you ever been, man, to an NHL game? 
Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. They're Regular walking. season. Okay. Not playoffs and not Vegas, that's for sure. I've been to one NHL playoff game. Have you you've been to more than one, Spencer? No, this is my first. They're wild, right? Yeah, it was wild. And, like, Vegas turns out, man, there was a parade down the strip. That he just joined. And it dead ends at this bar that's right next to the – to the uh, the stadium, right where everyone's tailgating. Sweet and yeah, it was it was amazing. Okay. Highly recommend. You go to Vegas, go to a, a Knights game. That's super sweet, dude. Yeah. I've heard it's a blast. It's 108 degrees outside for this hockey game, and they managed to cool the building to whatever it takes for an NHL game to occur. The thing I read yesterday said there was m- the electricity bill for whatever, and I feel bad. I don't know the name of the building. The electricity bill for the arena is the highest electricity bill ever. For like a sporting event because of how hot it was outside versus the temperature it needed to be inside. And it got even hotter. Yeah. <laughs> when because they won. Spencer was in there? Oh, like, yes. Because <laughs> the news of Tom Brady buying the Raiders dropped during the hockey match. Man. So he's starting next year then, huh? This year, yeah, right? So he's this coming year, back. That's what I meant this Yeah, season. he's coming back. <laughs> how does that... Just to rub it in Jimmy Garoppolo's <laughs> face. What's his contract with the Buccaneers? Does he own his contract with the Buccaneers or no? Unlike, like, unlike, us, unlike us who have Italian-American Jake Cassio on the program from yeah. time to time, Tom Brady hates the Italian people. What? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo specifically. <laughs> Dang, dude. I'm putting words in his mouth right now. Did I tell you this story? <laughs> Did I say allegedly? All right, can I say it? Also say it ale- allegedly. Thank yeah. you. Here's an alleged story. I don't think we've told this on air. So I went back to St. Louis to help my dad for a couple weeks. I'm walking through the local Goodwill, right? I'm walking through, like, the, my dad, who's sick, is like, I want some DVDs. I'm like, okay, dad, like, because he lives on this, like, no internet area. I'm like, I'll go to the Goodwill. I'll get you some DVDs. What year is it? Mm-hmm. So I go to the Goodwill. <laughs> I run into a townie guy that I grew up with. He's like, hey, do you know Jimmy Garoppolo's in town? I'm like, no, I don't know that. Why would I know that Jimmy Garoppolo is in town? He's like, yeah, he's dating a girl that went to your high school. And I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's not. I'm like, this These is are f- all lies. This is a fabulous lie. I'm like, I'm like, is there one good-looking Italian guy in St. Louis who's dating a townie girl and you think it's him? And he goes, no, look, here's a picture of him from security camera at a local bar. I'm like, you don't own this bar. Like, why is this security footage of Jimmy Garoppolo and a townie girl being circulated around this friend group of people? He's like, I think she's pregnant. I'm like, what are you going on about? There is no way in the world that some dive bar in Hood River, Illinois, telling you. has a, a, a sharp enough camera outside <laughs> to take a picture that you can tell who the, anybody that is. Oh, it could have been Tom Brady. Sus, you know, yeah. a little sus over here. And he's like a big cheese fan, this guy, and he's like, He's like, yeah. He's like, if I if I get if I come across him, I'm like, what? You'll you'll say hello? Yeah. Like you'll you'll ask him for an autograph? He's a professional athlete. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You work at the Kinkos, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he met her at a. I'm, I don't care about any of the rich history of this fabricated story. Yes. Jimmy Garoppolo. Anyway, he don't got a job no more. <laughs> <laughs> Done for him. What's going on, with Kroon Bay? Anything if you cool? told me it was Blake Bortles. <laughs> I'd believe you. Who used to play for the Rams? Yes, <laughs> yeah. that track. If you said Blake Bortles, I'd be like, hey, man, tell me more. Jimmy Garoppolo, get out of here. Are you in Vegas. You were out of town all week, Spencer, but you brought us the Hop Drift Cold India Pale Ale. Did you make this? What's up? I did not make it, but, you know, Jeff and Alan and Daniel, those guys, you know, they kill it. So they made it. It's a cold IPA, which is like a new trend that's taking off, and it's basically making an IPA with – Lager yeast at lower temperatures and for longer, right? No, I don't know anything and about this. And so no. it kind of, you know, you, you still use all those 
those big hops, right? Those big citrusy bitter hops. So you just get kind of like you get the, all the things from an IPA, but with like a crisper finish. Sure. And uh, I I really like it. I was I've been skeptical about them because trends are trends, right? But it, it turned out great. That's and why it's Vando, fantastic. That's why Van doesn't drink seltzers anymore. Because <laughs> it trended down. Trended out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's yeah. not cool anymore. Nah. Yeah, yeah. They trended out real quick. You know. They weren't good to start. I think that was a big issue. With I kind of agree. I, I'm going away from jorts also. Okay. But just um, I, I've invested too much in them, so I just got to ride it out. You're screaming early 2000s ma- Vince Vaughn right now. Thank Everything you very about much. Your- Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Did you make those? What, what, are you asking if I own scissors? No, did you? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I do. All right. All right. I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. If you bought them or no, made them. I have a very good tailor. Shout out to Izzy. He didn't touch these boys. All right. These all right. are scissors from my kitchen. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's it's like a you got all the flavors of IPA, the thickness of an IPA, but it doesn't have that like super bitter finish. Yeah, that astringency's gone, right? And and it's just nice crisp finish. Hey, you just really got back from it. Vegas. I yeah. just got back from Denver. So I uh took the kid first time I got to hang out with the kiddo since she's been 21 in nice. a big city. Had a lot of fun with it. Won't go into the details. But we would go to places that are like Pinkies Out beer joints and I would ask the beer tender about their IPAs. And they would go on a 10-minute-long rant about all their different IPAs. Uh, and then those. I would say, I'll have a PBR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Much man. like the Lacumbre beer, yeah, which yeah, might beer. be my favorite of all your Lacumbre choices. Right now, man, we came out with a Mexican lager called Azulito, Little Blue. Okay. And it, I, that's all I've been drinking lately. Uh, I mean, like, obviously, I tried this IPA this week when I got back, right? But, uh, yeah, that Mexican lager, man. Super crisp, super easy to chug. And, you know, I'm not worried about getting drunk. I can have a few of them. Nice. Yeah. Did you become an NHL fan while you were in Vegas? Oh, yeah. So you're in now. You're committed. Yeah. I've now I've watched the rest of the game since that playoff game <laughs> on been, TV at home. been one. When does your oh, – no, two, two since I was there. Oh, okay. Two since I was there. 2-0, they're up over Dallas right now. And that's the first time we've mentioned the NHL playoffs all summer long. <laughs> well, there was that one accident that happened we talked about a little bit. So long ago, I don't remember. When does your Vegas Golden Knights jersey come in the mail, by the way? I should have bought one, man, but I was like, (laughs) hey, they gave me a towel. I swirled it around. It was great. So I brought that. Nice. That's in my my kitchen towel, you know. Oh, smart. (laughs) Isn't it wild all the things you'll do for, like, a free T-shirt? Isn't it wild, like, the effort that you will put into, like, your existence. I mean, I just bought a ticket, you know. That's all. This <laughs> <laughs> is waiting for you on the chair. Yeah, just hanging over the chair. The, so I used to go to St. Louis Blues games all the time when I was working in radio in St. Louis. If they were to put, like, towels on chairs at a St. Louis Blues game, whatever fans got there first would rip every all single one. There's no way you would get yeah. to your chair with a towel still there. They're gone. The fans just take them? Yeah. I need 20 of these. It's dirt bag. Why? It's the most dirt bag thing ever. <laughs> to resell on St. Louis Craigslist. That's literally what it was. Duh. I, I, Duh. I was in, like I said, I was out of town for a couple weeks. So the, the Cardinals call, and I go, I go down to the field, or I go down to the stadium, Bush Stadium, and they're like, hey, come up in the broadcast booth, hang out or whatever. I'm like, oh, you know, that's so nice. It's been a while. So I show up, and it's, uh, they're giving away bobbleheads. Bobbleheads, right? Like, I can't tell you the name of whoever the player was. Yeah. Anyways, there are people walking... Like, like 10, 12 deep, like these things holding yeah. them the way that, like, you would hold in a YouTube video, boxes falling over. You know, like, and I'm like, what do you need 12 no name player bobblehead for? 
There's a, there's a couple dudes right here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field yeah. at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the lab, Correct. who come in every bobblehead night with a Santa-esque bag filled with older bobbleheads and do tradesies for the new bobbleheads. It's a whole industry. It's a whole cult fanaticism. It bobbles me. Stop it. <laughs> Pretty good at this. Spencer, thanks for sitting down, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, I was just walking by. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> More sports. I got sports. some merch, too, though, while I was here, you know. Smart. You, hey, I did get a tank top, you know, for the gym. Do you get 10% off? Because that's on van. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, all this comes <laughs> out of my pocket. I was like, oh, man, I'm coming here every time you guys are on the radio. That's super sweet. Wait, you're, you take gym selfies in your Albuquerque Dukes here? Uh, I haven't, but I will now. Oh, and send it to us. We'll tag repost. Us. They're oh, always man. all worried about you with your phone out in the locker room. You know, I don't know how these people do it. and post online. I'm like, all these old guys get all sensitive. Wait, why are you taking the selfie in the locker room? Like, there's a whole well, gym floor. Well, where else floor. do you do yeah. it? Oh, in front of the weights? <laughs> Nah, I'm too self-conscious for that. Uh, <laughs> well, just, just for the picture, move from the left side of the rack to the right side of the rack, and then people will be like, oh, this dude hangs on the right side. Should I just rack. start asking my gym crushes, hey, can you take a picture of me? All those guys will say yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Super. That what do you saying, think he was talking about? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who he <laughs> Spencer's like, yes, of course they will. <laughs> Wrap up the first hour. We're now just a little over an hour away from handing this thing over to Josh Sushan and the Albuquerque Isotopes as they are home tonight against uh, Space Cowboys. That's who we got this week. Space Nobody cares. Space, oh. Isotopes win. I swear to God, dude. Like, yeah, look at this guy. It's yeah. round rock. There's a perfectly good schedule laying right here, and you can't read it. It's not rest and recuperate. It's round rock. That's what those R's are for. Some people call me Maurice. No one calls you that ever. I can start. Especially no one calls him the gangster of love. Like zero people. <laughs> the Joker is Nikolai Jokic, and we'll talk more about do it. Denver sweeping this one whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Don't just friggin' sit there. Get in the game right now, right now at 888-922-0610. Been laughing a lot at the ABQ Duke store, Albuquerque Dukes. Come down and hang out with your boys at the intersection of Central and Carlisle. Come see us. We'll see you. Now, hold on. There's some special deals today, Fred. Why am I holding on? Kyle, we're here. <laughs> I.E. until they close and or kick us out. What time you close? 20% off jerseys. Steve, what time you close? Uh... What, when you guys are here, whenever you're done. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yes. Thank talking. you, Griff. Griffin's on it. She's on it. She's she did not it. forget. No, she nice. wrote that down on her little I, I dry like erase board. Griffin's last day. So Never met her. Dude, she, oh, she's so like her. nice. <laughs> she's so nice. Yes, uh, we were talking about pro wrestling yesterday, which we'll talk about a little bit on the program today. Also, big thank you to the Albuquerque Journal. Ran the nicest story Aww. today on the new pro wrestling organization, Duke City Championship Wrestling, which I am the promoter for. Also, big thank you to Van Tate and Channel 13. Did a nice little sit-down with he. You can catch that tonight on Channel 13. You got to hang out with the good van? The very good van. Whoa. It was the first time when people weren't like, like Tate, because it was Van Tate. It was actually him. It was actually Van yeah. Tate. So, yeah, hung out with Van had a really good time doing that. We enjoyed it. We laughed a lot. Uh, meeting with Star of TV and Radio and now Feature Film, Brandon Ortega. We're going to shoot a little thing over at the historic El Rey Theater tonight. Joe Singer will be in action, so, so we'll run that story tomorrow on KLB. So the news is out. Thank you for all the buzz from 
all the industry that is uh, being a part of that news. Ooh wee. So anyways, Griff, yesterday we're talking about uh, pro wrestling, Steve, and she wants to, she was like, I want to mud wrestle, because that's something Griff would stay. Griff, you still with us? You remember all of this? Yes, yes. It's so, okay. So, <laughs> so, so put up the podcast last night like we always do. Go to wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever. If you catch us in 15-minute increments here on KNML, if you catch us between 4 and 7 every night for 15 minutes, if we, we put the whole show up. The whole thing's there. So... I uh, had somebody DM the Instagram, and they say, is Griffin really mud wrestling? Because I'll come to the show. <laughs> Griff, you got a whole future career in front of you here. I know, and I'm going to call myself the hammer. That's Stephanie the hammer Griffin? Well, yeah, because that, so Villanucci used to call me the hammer over on the other show, and so we had a whole thing that I was this... Um, a little ex- blast from the past there. Yeah. Ex-wrestler. And so I could fulfill that that storyline. Well, I don't hate it at all. We need to find, like, a suitable opponent for you. I pick me. Now, Van, who do you think it should be? Uh, to mud wrestle Griffin? Yes. Okay, first off, wildly different weight classes. Okay. So yeah. that's yeah, out. Okay, I want to do a... Throw that out. Good call. Um, I think it's an open. I think mud wrestling is an open. Is anybody, any sexes, any sizes can perform? Compete? Yeah. In the I meant compete, sorry. Oh. I knew what you meant. You're not performing. <laughs> no, it's not theater. This is not scripted at all. No, this it's is not well, This well, is a comp this is a competition between athletes. Yeah, in a um in an inflatable pool of mud. Yes. Created mud. Also I've done one of these before. It's not actual mud. It's like a tent that you put in water. Are you familiar with this? No, I am not. So it's like a sl- it's more of a slurry. It's like a it's like a um I don't know, it's like a jello kind of. So it's not even really it's just like, brown no, jello. It's like brown jello. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we go down to the like the now like swollen banks of the Rio Grande, and like by hand. Oh, that's too dangerous. Yeah. Too many needles. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, that's where you went with that. Jeez. What we should do is we need to get some of that um, Mississippi mud that they rub on fresh baseballs. That's the good that's stuff. That's Carolina mud. That's not Mississippi. That's Carolinas. All right, that Mississippi mud is an alcoholic beverage. My bad. Yeah. The Carolina mud that they use to rub on baseball. That's in a secret field that no one knows about. And if you try to Google it, it doesn't come up what? on Google Maps. Are you familiar with this? Yeah. Like, it's it's fenced off like Area 51. Yeah. It's, pre- it's it, protected by Tesla coils. Correct. It, yeah. The same way that oil refineries aren't on Google Maps is the way that this magical mud pit is not on Google Maps. Correct. You know how you could tell where it is? The giant black spot yes. on Google Maps. It's, of course, it's right here. So no, it's uh, it's literally like imaged over is just trees. So like, that's what, so smart. Yeah, it's so smart. Like they have. So in, I don't know how where people are of this, but where I where I grew up is refinery part of the world, right? Like where you grew up, Carlsbad, refinery part of the world. Sure. And those refineries are not actually represented on Google Maps the way they are. They're just it's like a big concrete area, and then. Like it's, in, like a, it's like it, a Bin Laden thing? You it, don't is, want him to, yeah. it is exactly a Bin Laden smart. thing. Smart. Very that, smart. Yeah, wild, huh? Okay. Living in the future. So maybe or maybe not see Steph Griffin mud wrestle Thursday night at the historic El Rey <laughs> Theater. Tickets on sale now. DCCWtickets.com. Doors at 6. Bell is at 7.30. Also, uh, I'm going to go inside wrestling here. We opened up a couple extra VIP seats. 
couple Did extra, you now? couple extra VIP seats available. Because so. you disinvited me, so me and my plus one are out now? Is that what you did? Uh, no, it's because we set up the ring yesterday, and you can check all that out on our social media at Two Men On, but there was just more space near the ring. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, kind of cool how that worked okay. out. Did so. you invite Van Tate? Oh, of course. Okay. I believe Van Tate will be there. Can both Vans sit at the same table? Van, Is that legal? Van Tate said to me, well, man, you know i got an anchor. And I said, oh, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Really, He should just do it from the event. Thank you. That's a mean name for his wife. Two men on. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. So who want to contest this? Going up against this. Worse than breathing asbestos. I'll be leaving you pregnant. Now, now betting, betting for the, for sports, the sports animal, animal. Your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, two, men on, Van Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And, and in the, the on-deck on circle, circle, Robert, Robert D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back live in the Albuquerque Duke store. We get all the friends of the show come out, hang out. And left with some cool stuff. Van, how much money are you out right now? The best merch. Steve, how much money am I out so far? You're a out lot, a lot. Okay, a lot. <laughs> I'm on my way of beating the previous record of $51.23. We're going to smash this one, I can tell so far. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy for sponsoring the mobile studio. Big thank you to the YMCA of Central Mexico. Steve and I are going to start going regularly to the YMCA of Central Mexico. You just guilt tripped to me uh, during the break. You can have coffee and a workout in the oh, morning. Oh, hear that, Steve? Yeah. We can do that. We can wear a different Duke shirt every day and take selfies. Yes. Wow, oh, so sweet. In front of the uh, Each other. Text him, though, Steve. He ain't going to answer your email. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to what you just said. <laughs> it's important to communicate in the style of communication that I prefer. Which is what? Not email. By the way, when we say friends of the show, we got the thoughts, right? Yeah. I know we got a lot of hots out there, too. Haters of the show. Oh, okay. And you're listening just as passionately. Yeah. You want to put me in the poorhouse, hater of the show? Come straight <laughs> down here to the Knob Hill Shopping Center and buy everything in this store, and I am contractually obligated to pay for 10% of it. You want to put me in the poorhouse? Get down here right now and do it 10% at a time. Steve, Van took three days off last week, and there's this specific texter that hates Van more than any person in the whole world, and they text every single episode about it. It was the best episode ever. Every (laughs) single time. Like, oh, this is so great without Van. And, I mean, low-key, I agreed, but I wasn't going to say it on air. I wasn't going to say that. 6-6 Diner is where we get our lunches every day, boys. You know that. We know that. Go down there, get a burger and a milkshake. Hang out at 6-6 Diner right there. It's like Central and, and 25. Everyone knows where the 6 6 Diner is. I'm not telling anyone where it's at. I'm telling you to go there. Like, put it back in your, like, you're, like COVID is officially over. Put it back in your rotation of lunches. How are you not there already? That's what I'm saying. It's Once hot a out. week. Once a week. Get one milkshake. Treat yourself. Minimum once a week. Get two milkshakes a week. One for there, one to go. Put one in the freezer. You got a little tasty snack whenever you want it. If you have your milkshake to stay, they bring you the little silver mixy cup, too. Do you know what I'm talking about? The cold one? It's so much more fun. And they sit it there on the thing, and then you can do the thing where you hold it up and you tap the back of it like a like a, like a tap, a tap, a tap into your mouth. Until the whole thing just comes sliding down right off. Oh, it's so good. That's <laughs> the best. That's Fred's face. favorite part. It's literally my favorite part when uh-huh. it gets all over your face. Just love it so very much. Steve, what's your go-to milkshake? Don't say... La Cumbre Hop Drift. Uh, 
Well, I'm thinking about taking it down there and pouring it over the vanilla. Oh, the old pour over? Yeah, I like that. No. Uh, chocolate, just straight, straight up. Straight chocolate? Yep. It's very oh. traditional. Yep. Smart. Chocolate banana for me. Chocolate banana? Yeah. Put them together side by side. Let's go. I'm an Elvis guy. <clears throat> Peanut butter and jelly? Peanut butter banana. Okay. Very yeah. good answer. That's similar to the answer I gave. Hi, Priscilla. I'm getting hungry over here. I want you to go make me a peanut butter and banana sandwich, baby. He doesn't. He doesn't talk like that. He doesn't. Since when? Do do Elvis yelling? I'm not going to yell on here. I just don't think you have it in you. I think you only have that exact sentence that you just said, which is. I could do this whole show as Elvis. An hour. (laughs) All right, here we go. No, do not hear we go in Elvis impersonation. If you do Elvis for the rest of the show, I will let you out of your 10% contract. Oh, man, this is a you, dance with the devil right now. You've already broken it right now. What, are, yeah, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't agreed to either contract. Well, you should have said, I don't like it. I don't like it very much. That's what you should have said. Well, so, you... so let me tell you something, Manfred. <laughs> it's not like a well, Denver Nuggets won the series. To me, it's more like a... LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers lost the series. Fourth quarter, didn't hit a single three-pointer, man. That's good. That was good. That is good. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. I don't like that at all. I got an hour and 15 minutes in me. You double dare me? I don't like that you did that whole thing and you were like, LeBron James, who would have who won with a hunk of hunk of Kevin Love? <laughs> <laughs> if you had talked to Kevin Love in there, I would have is. Miami Heat. I'm just. I'm giving you ammunition here. I'm asking you to shoot it. Like I'm giving you. Like you are thirsty. I'm giving you water. Kevin Love is a good sports reference when doing an Elvis impersonation. I'll tell you what, Manfred. LeBron James would have done a lot better in the fourth quarter if he had some blue suede shoes, brother. That's there. You go. You're that, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you, it takes you a moment, but you get there. Yeah. Did a very good job. We are at the Albuquerque Ice Hopes tomorrow. We're throwing out the first pitch at the ballpark. Come hang out with your boys. We will be there, uh, obviously, before the game because we're throwing out first pitch. If you want to laugh at us, don't be late. Do not be late. We, are got, I, we, we don't have a plan. I don't even know when we go on. Before the game, I believe. Okay, obviously we're not going out in the third inning. Is Mitch Carver so I don't know exactly. Oh, that'd be sweet. Albuquerque legend Mitch Garver yeah. catches one of us. I asked the Isotopes for a surprise celebrity catcher for my first pitch. I don't know if they took that seriously. Steve Stucker is who I want. We well, got to ask specifically for Steve Stucker. I think it would be a good guess. I think I got his number on my phone. Let me text Steve. It's Brandon Ortega might be. That would, that would he be already refused. <laughs> I asked Brandon Ortega to put on a GoPro, squat down behind home plate, and then catch the pitch end, you know what I'm talking about? Like sure. sweet inside Major League Baseball. And he's like, man, I'm like busy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not busy. But you got to, but Brandon has to throw down to second too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I text uh, Libby Alvarado from UNM Sports Properties, and I was like, hey, uh, uh, follow me around and document my day of throwing out the first pitch. It'll be hilarious. And she's like, I can give you a whole list of better things I have to do. Oh, I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, this hurts so much. Ouch. This is my first, first pitch. Like, I'm very excited about it. Man, that's hurtful. It's not a long list. That's, it's a list. It's a regular size. It's just a regular size list of yeah. better things to do. Oh, I deserved it. I absolutely did. So we are not at Red Door on Thursday. Correct. We are at, Sorry. The, El, we are at the historic El Rey Theater on Thursday. Go pregame at Red Door. Correct. 
Come early. Watch us throw out the first pitch. This is New Year's talking about Wednesday. Have some oat sodas. Yes. And then go back to Red Door. I uh, yes, I agree. Do all of that. But then, wait, hold on. We give it. We're giving you back to back days at Red Door. We are not at Red you, Door. You pregame at Red Door. Yes. Go to the go Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, aka the Lab. This should be every day. Watch us throw the first pitch. Have some uh, uh, some cocktails upstairs with uh, Red and Hallie. And then the very next day, you could do it again. Pre-game at Red Door, and then go to the El Rey Theater to watch some Duke City Championship Wrestling. Which will be very good. We're hanging out afterwards at Inside Out. That'll be a fun post-party. Also, if you want, because you're not in any of those things, Albuquerque Axe is your It's a do-it-for-yourself, do-it-for-first dates. Take your group. You get uh, throwing off whenever you are with us. 750 off around, is that right, babe? 750 off per person, per lane, per hour. Oh, my God, that's crazy. It's a deal. They're giving it deal. away. Full-on deal. So, anyway, so make sure to celebrate they as they celebrate us, and we are big helpers to those who help us also. Big thank you to our friend Scott Cregan over at Graphic Connection helping us with all of our merchandising. We gave away our T-shirts today already here at the Albuquerque Duke store, but come in and see us anyways. We will make it worth your while with fans' money. All right, final thoughts on this Lakers and Nuggets series, Van. <sighs> it doesn't feel like the Nuggets are here too soon. Or does this seem like this is the time for they? Putting it on 4-0 against the Lakers, I feel like no one saw this coming because the Lakers have been in playoff mode for like two straight months. Yeah, I, I agree with um, two-men-on correspondent Elvis Presley saying that. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> The Lakers lost this series, taking nothing away from Nikola Jokic, taking nothing away from the Denver Nuggets. There's a reason they're the number one seed. There's a reason they've been steamrolling through the playoffs. But the Lakers just quit playing basketball in the fourth quarter every single game of this series. Choke after choke after choke. Bad shot after bad shot after bad shot. It was hard to watch. I mean, it was a it was a beating up until that last game. And then I know a lot of Laker fans like, well, we're in the mix of the final minute of every single one. You're kind of in the mix. Like, you you just didn't have that closeout that you need. I think we talked about it off air, but it was last 24 seconds of the game. Is that right? No one scored. No one scores in the last 24 seconds. And we're like, well, this is wild. Like, LeBron in any of these last three attempts should have been that thing. And then immediately afterwards, people are like, what about retirement? I know a little bit about watching LeBron James for the last 20 years. Old boy's taking a tour if old boy's retiring. Don't for a second think that he's not going to go to every single city where he's put whoopings on those cities forever and let them give him his flowers with personalized gifts. He's going to go to, oh, God. You can start to come up with stupid ideas for gifts, and they won't be stupid enough for what he will receive from the city of New Orleans. It's going to be the best present you've ever seen every single every time visiting yeah. tour of an NBA city. The best present. I mean, come on. It's LeBron James. Yeah. Of course. Okay, so back to the game. He was fouled on the last possession. Probably. He should have had two free throws. Lakers fans, I hear you. I know you're in your car right now. You got your, your AirPods in, almost about to get off of work. What, whichever way you're listening right now, I know you're yelling at the radio right now saying he was fouled on the last possession. I agree. But also, there were three straight possessions where they took the dumbest shots, had the dumbest plays written up, and didn't put themselves in a position to win at least one single solitary game. 
and LeBron got swept in the playoffs for the first time in his career. That's the only reason people think that this, any of this retirement talk is legitimate. It's because of how embarrassed he was on that court in Los Angeles in front of the home crowd. If LeBron is going to retire from the game of basketball, he has to not just take this retirement tour we're talking about. He has to give ESPN a one-year heads up so they can figure out a way to do programming. 100%. They, this is LeBron James is going to retire minimum in three years. He wants to have one more shot at a title in Los Angeles. Sure. They're going to get Kyrie Irving and whatever player is dumb enough to come play with Kyrie Irving. James Harden. And then, sure, Harden and Kyrie in yeah. Los Angeles. Super team Kevin to give him one more shot at Carmelo him. Anthony unretires. Love that. Yeah. Love that so much. Why not? And then he's going to play with his son. He's going to do the King Griffey Sr., King Griffey Jr. thing. So sweet. One more year with his son. And then, oh, my God, guess who's going to play after that? His other son. So he's LeBron James has three more years. Don't believe a second of this retirement talk because LeBron, we got three more years of LeBron James. That put him at 41. We have eight more years of LeBron James. Because he wants to break Tom Brady's record. Yep. <laughs> Goes to 45. He won't win a championship in his first season with his kid. He will win a championship in his second season with his kid. He wants to play longer than Satchel Paige, I think. He wants to be a 54-year-old basketball player. Allegedly only 54 with Satchel Paige. <laughs> 65-year-old Satchel Paige. Anyway, 72-year-old Satchel Paige. <laughs> we preview Miami and Boston where we get back, the NBA is better than the NBA has ever been right now, and I've been enjoying it more than I've enjoyed anything ever. You know what I've really enjoyed is the reprieve from the NFL. It feels to me like for the first time, well, at least maybe this little 10-day period, the NFL is number two right now. And that's wild to me because it's not felt that way to me in 50 weeks. What are you talking about? There's brand-new pictures of all the rookie quarterbacks in their new jerseys. Tom Brady so owns the Raiders now. This is so stupid. NBA is still second place, even the last week of May. Kyle Shanahan reports that Brock Kirby's rehab schedule is on track. And you're like, ah, 30 straight minutes of content. Who cares about Brock Purdy and 49ers news? Kyle Shanahan's wife is not going to travel to Philadelphia this year because Philly fans suck. That's real NFL news. If you fair catch a ball anywhere on a kickoff play, it's automatically at the 25-yard line as opposed to if you catch it at the one-yard line. Historically, that would have been a touchback at that point on the field, and it would have been down at the point of fair catch. Does not matter to me. Put flags on these cowards' it's, hips already. What I are you care. going on about? Yeah, Flag football. Did you know the Broncos got rid of their kicker and he's the last player who was on the team whenever they went to the Super Do not care. Will Smith and his super stupid South African accent ruined the future of the NFL. You know, I can't believe Austin Eckler gave in to the Chargers. Concussion. Took, he took $2 million extra He got dollars. a concussion. You know, he really won out on this thing. He still gets to be a free agent at 20. Congress would not listen to me. <laughs> I am the captain. Now. The NFL sucks. It super sucks. So soft. Flag football. Give me, but for real, though, when did the final start? First week of June. When's, when's the new rules going to come out where 
the offensive and defensive line has to squat down lower so Bryce Young can see his receivers. That's a good one. It's going to happen next week. That's a super good one. Watch. So what we've done is we've hooked bungees between all the offensive linemen. We're calling it the Red Rover offense. And people are like, yes, this is revolutionary. There's no rule specifically stating you can't put bungees between the players. If a wide receiver runs over the middle, he has the opportunity to pull his zip cord and his bubble pops out to surround him safely before his over-the-middle hit. Did you know that eight New Next York, week in the you, NFL. Did you know that eight New York uh, coaches for the Jets say that Aaron Rodgers is a true professional? I think you mean New Jersey coaches. Oh, gosh. That's NFL talk, though. That's NFL talk right now. Aaron Rodgers got hurt today. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> He just had something. Yay, there it is. He did not get hurt. <laughs> he just hadn't been in the news in five minutes. So he just made a story. Well, you know what happened? His his previous teammate and his current teammate, Alan Lazard, accidentally got punched in the nugget pouch and had to take a play off. And he's like, uh, Alan's going to get all the attention. I need, I'm hurt, too. That's exactly what happened to Aaron Rodgers. The New Orleans Saints have secured broadcast rights in the country of France. It's the first team to have international broadcast rights across this great world. No one. Period. I want to travel to New Orleans. I have a baguette. Have a escargot at halftime. I will leave early. <laughs> I will leave with a lafour. You're like, Where is the smoking section, New Orleans? <laughs> This offense, it is not smoking. That's the, that is that's NFL talk right now. People love it. They soak it up. <laughs> Still number one. Yeah. Why haven't you given me an update on Pro Bowler uh, Tariq Wooden and and how he's only valued at a fifth round draft uh, equivalency by Seattle? What are you talking about? I don't even know who that is. We're talking about not talking about the NBA. This is sports. NFL. You know, they're going to have the NFL draft in Green Bay, and that's going to be a really special moment because Lambeau is so historic. And these kids that have no freaking clue about the history of Lambeau Field, how small and insignificant a city Green Bay is, are going to get stuck there at the Holiday Inn for their NFL draft instead of getting to be in Vegas or L.A. Yeah. or New York. These kids are going to be like, uh, I'm looking at the map. It's, it's not really a bay, is it? It's yeah. not, a, it's not mm-hmm. a bay at all. Why, why is it green? Breaking news from the NFL Network, less than half of projected first-rounders will be live at the NFL Draft this year because no one cares. No one wants to travel to Green Bay. Your squeaky cheese, Wisconsin, is not that unique and special. Well, you, get, you can get deep-fried cheese curds anywhere. Anywhere now. Literally anywhere. Anywhere. They're, they're at Red Door downtown. Yeah. Delicious. Fantastic. So good. The multiple dipping sauces. Thank you. The cheese curds at yeah. Red Door oh, downtown. A little, a little fry sauce? Oh, little, killing it. Sriracha ranch? Crushing it. Seven Brewery, delicious, too. Delicious. I've had Boom. Them. Just wild. People are like, go see A. Marie. Yeah, at 377. Go hang out with her. Yeah. Eat Great che- spot. Eat cheese curds with A. Marie at 377 Brewery. I was there last week. Oh, no, I was there two weeks ago. Smothered burrito. Fantastic. Very good. Yeah. I live two blocks from there. I go there all the time. I didn't know. To, I don't got to go to Wisconsin to eat cheese. No. We have perfectly good cheese here. Van, you could stop by the Dells, though. I no, no one stops by the Dells. The that's, Dells? That's a Midwest vacation. A Del Taco? The, 
the Dells is like, what's the equivalent down here? Uh, the hills? No. In where, a Dell, a hill? Where do people drive for a vacation down here? Lake Havasu? Like, uh, what? I guess they don't even drive that far, do they? Where do people drive for a vacation down here? Multiple places. This is northern New Mexico. It's the most beautiful place on earth. Name one. Name one place. I'm really trying to make an analogy here. Los oh, you want to? Oh, okay, that's right <laughs> up the yeah. street. Where's the, where's the bell, Steph? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where's Santa Rosa? Is that far from here? They go to Santa no, Rosa. Okay, it's just Still. east, and they've got like swimming holes and field like, blue okay. hole. Cool. Oh, okay. I'm familiar with the blue hole. They go to from, blue hole from one weird. You go to night. Carlsbad Caverns. You go, to, you go to White Sands. So that why right, well, you go those, to Chaco Canyon. You go to hole. You're only naming beautiful natural things. You go to Elephant Butte Lake. Again, There's your lake. All of these things. Go 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 up nope. north. Go to Red River. No, I'm talking about the man-made trap you into hotel resort and water park thing because that's the Dells. This is not a beautiful landscape or six football fields wide of an underneath gigantic cavern that's 60 degrees year-round and beautiful and, and lovely and inviting and full of bats that you don't see when you're inside of it. And I don't really understand how that works. But this is, this is like a tourist. It's like Branson, Missouri. This is oh, like a okay. it's like a tourist trap, like Wall Drug, South Dakota. This is like a thing like that. Well, because we have legitimately beautiful landscapes and wonderful people here, so we don't, we don't have to build this garbage. Yes. By the way, how many people named Dell are there? Why do they have to congregate and build a theme park? The Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, House on the Rock is there. House on the Rock? Yeah, it's this house built on a rock that shoots out like a mile off of the rock, and it gets down into a point like as big as like a, like a pencil at the very end. It's made by that guy that makes houses. I, didn't, I thought Dwayne Johnson was from Hawaii. No. Okay. That's, stop, just because I said the rock? What? What's the name of the guy that makes the houses? The guy that makes Del- the houses. <laughs> That's, okay. That's your question? Alex Jordan Jr. That's who it is. Who? knows that it's like super famous it's like a frank lloyd wright thing okay if you'd have said frank lloyd Wright, i'd be with you all right before we go to break alex jordan jr so yeah well, i don't know i'm just trying to come up with the name of this thing anyway don't go to wisconsin is what i'm trying to say Thank no you. one wants to go to green bay for the nfl draft that's why there's no nfl talk right now all right man i'm showing you a picture of this thing before we go you have to house on a rock. It's like a house on a rock. People, th- there it is. That's the thing. It shoots. That's out. a big. Okay, that's cool. That, okay, <laughs> that part of it's cool. Not gonna lie, Griffin. There's like a pirate's plank that wa- that goes way out over like a canyon. Yeah, there's stuff. a big, there's a big cat rock, uh, catwalk overlooking a canyon. And that Gr- part's cool, Griff. What it is is it sways around a lot, like multiple like feet, and then when you're out there, you're like, whoa. Still dumb. That doesn't sound like fun. No, not when you can go to the top of the stratosphere or whatever in Vegas, which is way cooler. Which is where all the NFL drafts should be. Everything moving forward should be where Tom Brady says it should be. <laughs> okay. Two men on, 95.9 FM. Miami-Boston, the preview tonight. Is it another sweep? The sports animal. got to be kidding me, dude. Jim f***ing Rome. Dude, don't make me block you. Don't be the first on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. We need to figure out a way to take this show on the road for the summer. Like we get like a van sponsored by the Albuquerque Dukes. And we travel around the country 
going to minor league and independent league baseball games, broadcasting the program while doing it, eventually ending up in the Carolinas with us stealing some magic baseball mud. Breaking into their magic mud facility. Correct. Realizing that it's just mud, mm-hmm. and we could have just got a shovel in the Rio Grande this whole time. Yeah. Added some more wall, water to it, stirred it around. As we're peeling out of the parking lot in our Albuquerque Duke-sponsored van, um, we're playing Primus. Or instead, you take over duties My name for KRQE for a month. You and Van. And then me and Van Tate. Two vans in a van. Yes. Oh, and then we go do this. This is very good. As right. Long, as long as you don't stop at the Dells. And we only <laughs> listen to Van Morrison and Van Halen. Wherever that is. <laughs> and to, 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 to budget the thing, to raise funds, you just sell Van fans mm-hmm. everywhere you go. And then, and then people, there's like all across this nation. This we start nation. our own website. Yeah, what's that called? <laughs> Go fan me. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could get a co-sponsorship from Vans. Ah. I thought the website joke was going to be only Vans, and I was waiting. Well, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Boston and Miami are sweeping tonight. This will be the first time in the history of the NBA that two teams have swept each other to get to the finals. So Denver did the best they could to get a little bit of rest before the next one, uh, but, it, but it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter at all. Because they're both going to be rested because Hemi Butler and the Heat are going to dominate the Celtics, who have obviously given up. I believe that that's correct. Yes. Do you see Tyler Heroes back, too? Like, all the way? So, cleared. They can give him a couple minutes, or, like, he really going to play? He's super cleared. So, he's been cleared to resume basketball activity. No timetable for his return yet. But what I just read was, um, give like, give him the Kobe blood treatment. Like, get him out there. Like, he can go. Can During the playoffs, can he fly to Europe and get the baby blood and dolphin tear infusion kind of thing that Kobe got? Is that legal? I, oh, I don't know the legality of it, but I know it's doable. I mean, I know that to be true. What are they going to do? Is he going to go, do it, come, make a big splash literally in, in the NBA Finals? They win the NBA Finals. What are you going to do? Take it away from him? Reggie Bush is still a Heisman winner. Like, what are you going to do? Well, you got to stop him from doing it. There's no after the fact. Yeah, it's it's better to apologize than ask permission kind of thing. So just go to Czechoslovakia and get you a little infusion, buddy. I don't say no to that. The game tips off at 6.30 today. It's the commanding 3-0 lead. Vegas uh, still, for whatever reason, is not bought into this thing, and that's wild to me. You know what's wild is ESPN and Vegas and every prognosticator Giving Hemi Butler chalkboard material. Do you see Vegas said Celtics were a 97% favorite when this series started? Yeah. All you're doing is just giving Hemi Butler fuel. My father, Hemi. He's like, oh, 3%? Okay, I'll show you. I'm a one percenter. Oh, it's super sweet. He mm-hmm. probably did say that. Mm-hmm. Probably said that. You know he said people. it verbatim. And then behind him, as he was saying it, like in the locker room to the team, Tyler Hero was like dropping a beat. And then just- <laughs> Hemi Butler started to freestyle to it a little bit, and then like Udonis Haslam was like, "That's not how you freestyle." And then he took over like mid, and then like at the end of it, they were like, "Yeah, we're just going to beat the Celtics." You know, Hemi Butler and Udonis Haslam is that who you're talking about? That's exactly what. That's Are it. they going to give Udonis some minutes? They no. got to give. They got to give him some minutes in the finals. They don't. This is his last year. No, 
you got to give them some minutes. Here's what they did. They went to them when they were up 30 against the Celtics in Game 3. Do you remember in Game 3, the second half, whenever the Celtics quit? Do you remember that part in Game 3? Oh, I think Game 2 and 3 they quit. Yeah, I believe that. They tried really hard in Game 1. Did you see Magic Johnson was like, hey, do you see those quitters? Magic Johnson went to Twitter, and he was like, hey, I'm looking at the Celtics, and I used to play them a lot, and they weren't quitters then. Red Auerbach, his ghost has left the building. Favored by a point and a half at home after three straight games being only on cruise control. But hold on, the Heat are favored by a point and a half. Yeah. That's better than the Celtics being favored by nine and a half points. Chasing nine and a half. So dumb. So incredibly dumb. Take the over on this one. It's set at 215 and a half. Heat by what? 37? Going away? Yeah. What all right, so what is it right now? It's 530 Mountain right now on a today's a Tuesday. So right before we throw out the first pitch tomorrow, here's the segment I'm gonna do. Are you ready? Breaking news, the Boston Celtics fire whoever was the head coach. Brad Stevens, the head coach again. They that, should. That will be the segment we're doing at this exact time twenty four hours from now. You know who doesn't watch the town four times a week? Steve Palmasano, the Albuquerque Dukes. <laughs> of course. Brad Stevens, because he's too busy working. Yeah. Isn't that town like four hours long? Can you, you got to watch that three times? You know how much time that is to waste? Can you imagine calling your head coach of your basketball team and going, hey, coach, what are you doing? And then you go, oh, I don't need to ask. I know what you're doing. Watching you're, the town. You're doing the same thing every single time town. I call. You're watching the town. The town? With ben the Affleck. Ben Affleck movie? You're watching The Town again. When Smoking Aces is right there. Now, you... hear, hear me out. Maybe you get on that dry erase board, coach, mm-hmm. and figure out how to stop Hemi Butler <sighs> and Bam Adjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjibadjib
former La Cueva and UNM alum, now playing in the Houston Texans organization, uh, come back from injury. Man, I really want to root for Mitch Garver. Two big problems here. Plays for the Rangers. Yep, number one. Playing against the Isotopes. Number two. I would love to be there rooting for him, but those are not in his favor. No, not, not good at all for him. We'll talk about that at length. I can't wait for him to do really well next week. I, hopefully he's back in the <laughs> majors by then. The, is it another sweep, Van? Is this the first time in the history of the NBA that both the conference final games were swept going into the finals? The Celtics are going to fight so hard not to be swept for a half. Realize they can't yeah. do it and get swept by Hemi Butler Even if and my- Tyler Hemro. Even if and Udonis Hemslam. All right, I see what you're doing there. Even if Miami wins just one quarter of a four-quarter game, they'll win it significantly enough that Boston won't be able to close that gap created in that big win quarter because that's how this Miami team is. They'll go wild on the three. They'll go lock down defensively. Something of that nature will happen. And this number eight seed play-in game, team of destiny. The Hemi Butler-led, our father, Jimmy Butler, Miami Heat, are going to sweep the Boston Celtics, which is freaking crazy to me, go to the NBA Finals, and we will have a conversation for the next several weeks about are we Team Joker or are we Team Hemi on getting that chip. Much like Boston's own Matt Damon quit that CIA job in Goodwill Hunting, the Celtics will quit probably halfway through the second quarter of this game. And leave a note that says I'm going to see about a girl. Exactly. I don't hate that. Mm. I don't hate that at all. How you like them apples? It's not your fault. He does not like them apples. It's not your fault. The apples are gross, and I'm going to quit eating them. That's what Boston's going to do. Good Will Hunting's a good movie. If you were going to pick a Ben Affleck movie, don't pick the town. Pick Goodwill Hunting. The underdog wins. Unappreciated genius. Robin Williams. Robin <laughs> Yeah, Jason Tatum plays the part of Robin Williams. Joe Missoula. It's you, not your fault. You said Jason Tatum in my head. I heard Channing Tatum because we were talking about films. Oh, nice. And I was like, that'd be a sick remake. Nice. Okay. I really like the Step Up movies. Yeah, I know you do. You talk about it ad nauseum. Josh Sushan. I'd, I'd rather you talk about wrestling than your Step Up movies. I can rank the Step Up in quality. Yes, they're in order. One through nine. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty, it's pretty close. close. Super <laughs> that's close. Not, yeah. not it. Josh Sushan, whenever we get back, talk about the Isotopes game tonight and the return of a local legend, Mitch Garver. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Sound off right now at 246-0610. Come on! Let it bleed a little bit. This is new. What is this, Griff? What are you playing us? I don't know. Is this Dinosaur Junior? Weird and gothic-y. Yeah. Colicky is what babies get. Kind of sounds like the Black Keys, but like uh, the Great Value version. It's 2023, baby. It's called Florida. Florida Keys. 
little ebony and ivory joke, huh? Thank you. Okay. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, broadcaster of your Albuquerque Ice Toads, Josh Sushan. Josh, welcome to the show, brother. Good evening. It's um, it's going to be... It's good to hear you guys back together in uh, which I presume to be the same room or the same location and be talking. I feel like the band's back together and I like it. True story. We're, uh, what, do you, what do you say here? Two and one half feet away from each other right here Aww. in the Albuquerque Duke store on the corner of Central and Carlisle. We're also two grown adults that like have for an entirety of our adult lives suppressed our emotion. So it's not even like we said hi or welcome back. We just, just went about business as usual. Did you hug it out? Nope. Nope. No, we did not. Not once ever. <laughs> I get freaked out when he sticks out his hand for me to shake it. It's weird. We Here's how distracted we have been. Next Thursday, not this Thursday, because that's obviously the premiere of Duke City Championship Pro Wrestling at the Historic El Rey Theater. Yes. But next Thursday, Thursday the 1st, and you're out of town, Josh, but it's Van and I's Vaniversary. <gasps> we, haven't even, we haven't planned a single thing. I forgot what's going on. Josh, it's our anniversary next Thursday the first. Yeah, I heard you, and I'm. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think you guys should celebrate in the most um, Fred Van way possible. Yeah, which we would are be going to uh, do a show and invite all your friends to come hang out with you and not hug it out and uh, occasionally talk sports. And then wherever you guys are at to do the show, you just stay there for a while and hang out with more of your friends. Well, we're not going to break tradition. We're obviously at Howie's sports page like we are every year for our anniversary. We'll be at friend of the show ABQX earlier in the afternoon and then obviously Howie's sports page where we have the anniversary every year. All of the stalkers right now are diligently taking notes so they know exactly where you're going to be for the next two weeks. It's not a stalker. It's an invitee. It's a friend of the show. Yeah, come on out. <laughs> also, I know a guy. Would you get some anniversary t-shirts? Just right here. Just right here. here yeah, at the, the Albuquerque, Albuquerque Duke, Duke store. store. Good in the corner of Central and Carlisle. Did Mitch Garver know who you were, Josh? Mm, I had to remind <laughs> him that I once emceed a banquet that him and... Bregman and a bunch of other guys were were at for Albuquerque Baseball Academy a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that just by the time that it started to process into his brain, oh, yes, I think I have met this person, it was like on to like the next person shaking his hand and saying hello. It's a, it was like a soft yes, but like a soft no. It's the, that's the softest of soft yeses. So the way you treat everyone in public is how you got treated by Mitch Garver. Is that correct? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's a compliment or if that's a dig. I (laughs) am kidding. I am kidding. Josh Sushan is the most professional and humble individual that I've ever met. Now, Josh, you've been around the ballpark all last two weeks, it seems like, as the Isotopes have been at home. We know the buzz of the city is Van and I throwing out the first pitch tomorrow at the Isotopes game. Have Have you talked about, like, the accoutrement that's going to come alongside that? Have, have the festivities been spoiled to you, or did they know that you would spoil them to us? Yes. Number one, they knew that I would spoil them, so I'm, I'm totally in the dark about everything. But I can okay. tell you that we do shockingly still have a few tickets left for tomorrow's game if people want to, to be a part of this. Actually, it's more than a few. We, 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 we have tickets available. Um, not a sellout just yet, despite you guys throwing out the first pitch. I don't want to quantify how many are left, but it's in the 
tens, right? Not hundreds or thousands. Tens of thousands? Is that what you said? What? Uh, hey, how, how many people can fit in there? I was just going to say the same <laughs> thing, Josh. <laughs> well, I mean, the fire marshal looked the other way when we got 16,975 at one point. So that's, that's I, like, we probably could have fit more that night, but that's, that's, that, that, that's currently the line. The line keeps moving, but that's currently the line. So we've got to pump them numbers. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. Uh, you got to pump up them numbers. So are both you guys throwing a first pitch, or is it like yes. a relay throw home from like the outfield? Or is one catching, or what's happening? We're doing simultaneous. For is Mitch Garver available to catch me? By the way, did you ask him that when you met him today? I did not. I did not ask him that. I put that out there. We didn't think about that. I don't want that loser I Texas Ranger Steve. touching my baseball. Oh yeah, I forgot that I was going to have Steve Sucker do it. I forgot we were going to call it. <laughs> So, so what's up? Are you taking over for the broadcast when we're on the field? What's the plan tomorrow, Josh? I, 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 we just covered this a few minutes ago. I'm in the dark about any and all plans about this. Oh, yeah. So you're mostly focused on like doing a really good broadcast in the Isotopes home stand against Round Rock. Correct, yeah. Oh, that would be correct. We have different energies right now. I do, I do have the, 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 the plan for Mitch Garver in case you and the friends of the show want, want to know the plan for his rehab assignment. Yeah, you pipe one down the middle and let him hit a hometown run in front of the hometown. Like, no, you don't what? do that. Oh, what? So he's going to DH, so he's DHing tonight. He's going to DH tomorrow. He's going to catch Thursday, probably take Friday off, DH Saturday, and then catch on Sunday. Remember, he hasn't played since April 9th, and so, like, sometimes a guy does a rehab assignment and it's, you know, two games, three games, gets him at bats, he's fine, he's good to go. And that's the case with Travis Jankowski, who's also on a rehab assignment. But Garver's been out so long, and they want to build him back up so that he can catch. So he's going to be here all week, and he's probably going to go with Round Rock to wherever they go next after here. It's going to be like a slow buildup to make sure that he's, like, like, good to go, good to go, you know? So what I heard was Mitch Garver has Friday off, and Albuquerque's own Mitch Garver will be on two men on on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal, on Friday That's as we're live game. from Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. That's super good game. That's what I heard. Is that That's what you a, said, Josh? That's a four-stolting question. Ah, okay, fine. Little inside baseball there. Note to self, I'm writing this down. Ask Forrest. Okay, 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 okay. okay. You excited for this one tonight, though? It is, it's fun to be at home two weeks in a row. You, obviously, you don't miss the road at all. And Albuquerque is, uh, I mean, we got a chance to, to finish this thing out, just one game under 500 on the season, and, and I'm excited about that. You know, I, I think that for, for everyone who's part of the traveling party, just you play a day game on Sunday, and it's just such a relaxing mental feeling to know we're not leaving tonight. You don't have to pack. We're not leaving tomorrow. we got it all day off. Tomorrow, you can like truly enjoy like a full full day off, and then Tuesday you're not playing till night, so it almost feels like you have two days off. Like you don't, but it kind of almost feels like you have two days off, and that's so rare during the season to just be able to play a day game on a Sunday, not travel anywhere, day off Monday, night game Tuesday. Those are so rare, and you know, especially after this last week where. So many of the games were delayed, and, you know, of course, we got rained out on Friday, and then you play a doubleheader on Saturday that also had a delay, and then you come back and you play a, a, a Sunday day game that had two different delays. 
you know, even when you're not doing anything, just all the sitting around and waiting and looking at the radar and are we going to play, are we not going to play, it's actually mentally, like, like fatiguing for everybody involved. Players, coaches, definitely for the ground screw, front office. And so it's nice to just be able to get, like, a mental rest and you feel like, all right, I'm, like, ready to attack the week again starting tonight. Who's on the pregame show? Who do you think's on the pregame show? Mitch Garver. Good get. Super good get. <laughs> It's interesting. I was available to Josh. I'm just saying. I mean, we got hmm. well. It's 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 hmm. the media scrum. We did not do a one on one. I just I just joined the pack and and, and did some um, some fast editing. <laughs> so added bonus, you get to hear the voices of Van Tate and JP Marietta, in addition to the voice of Mitch Garver. That's really nice of you guys to host the press conference while we're on air today. Smart move. That's a Forrest Stolting question. <laughs> also, what's J.P. Marietta doing? You can't, you can't just say everything is a Forrest Stolting question, Josh. you got to step everything up for the organization. Everything that's to media relations is. Why is the NMAA also, that there? was the only time he was available. <laughs> the alibi doesn't even exist anymore. They were there. Is Mitch like Forrest Stolting question. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> that's too shot everyone. It's not my job. Why are you like, giving me grief for something that's not my job? Being our friends, your job. <laughs> You're the bee's pajamas, brother. See you tomorrow. You think I'll have, have a good rest booth? of the show? Can we go up in the booth if we throw out a first pitch? Like, what's the rule on this? I feel like we could. Did we take the background check yet? I'm gonna really try to throw my weight around on this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna use the rosin back. Get a whole vision. Smart. Fifteen more minutes of this show. A little potpourri. Oh, we got to do the varsity. Yeah. What's today's I-9 varsity? Uh, the varsity of now, now that Tom Brady's a Raider, how is he going to get arrested? On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. It's hard to tell where one word ends and one begins. Yeah. Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. That's what I'm talking about. Griff, what time do we go up here? About 6.10. What? Well, I'll start the music then, and then we got a minute, and then four minutes of commercial. I recognize that number. 6.10. The sports animal. The end of the program. This is Griffin's last day with us. Griffin what? Got, yeah, Griffin got a big promotion. Let's go. Fred, what did you say to her? No, I, ju- I just said... Griff, why are you leaving? What did Fred say? No, I'll tell you what. Once we get off air, tell me what he did, I, and I'll try to I, rectify the problem. It's Don't a, leave us, Griffin. A big promotion. I, oh, you got a promotion? Yes, I got a promotion. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank yeah, you. We're it has, I, don't, I'm not, I don't have to avoid another lawsuit from Fred? Is that it's, what we're no, doing? No, no, no. Oh, not oh thank goodness. It's a promotion. I've not been sued. That's way better. It's been not recent. Oh, not load off recent. of my not shoulders. 
So Griff will still be with us when we are often at places. So we're yes. excited to have her uh, in attendance at things. Okay. Uh, but no longer producing this program for us. But thank I. you. I.E. Mud Wrestling on Thursday. I.E. Mud oh, yes, Wrestling yes. maybe or maybe not on Thursday at the historic El Rey Theater. Is it I.E. or E.G. in this situation? Uh, I.E. Mud Wrestling. Uh, E.T.C. Mud Wrestling. Oh. Etc. Bob Walpole will be joining us tomorrow. And then A. Marie Castillo moving forward. So we're very excited. What? We're very excited about that. No one told me? I didn't get an email. You did. There was a big inner office email about this whole thing. We get A. Marie on Thursday? Moving forward. Oh, we're so lucky. That's, we're so for. What did we do right? Did, well, actually, I think she was doing so very right. I think this is in an effort to fix us. Oh. Yeah, this was a. Smart. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is uh, what do we, what do we got to try some? It's not what we did right. It's what she did wrong. No, no, the to opposite. To have to slum it with us. Yeah. All right, so you know how, like, sometimes Superman swoops in and saves the day? Okay. She is that. She's the Superwoman? Yeah, she is Superman. Or Wonder Woman. Woman. They have very different skill sets. Really? Insanely different. Steve, okay. Steve, what was your childhood comic book hero? Mine? Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with uh, Superman. Oh, smart. That's the obvious one. Everyone picks yeah. Superman. Yeah. Today's on and varsity. I am varsity of things Tom Brady's going to get arrested for in Vegas. League office 280 at 99sports.com, 505-312-4999. Okay? Okay. I'll go with number one. You, Van, you're number one. Go ahead and start. Uh, I'm a big Wolverine guy, Fred. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, so stupid. It's First thing that now that Tom Brady is an owner of the Raiders trying that he gets arrested for. Trying to open an emergency exit on an airplane. Because obviously, if he's a Raider, got to get arrested for something. Yeah. Otherwise, he gets kicked out of Raider Nation. Yeah, there's... Number one on my I-9 varsity. Got to jump in. Back alley lipo- liposuction. What? Giving or receiving? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't hate that. <laughs> I think it's a very good answer. Yes. It's a very good answer. Steve, what is what's Tom Brady going to be arrested for? I, I wouldn't know because what happens in Vegas. Good answer. Oh, okay. the best answer. <laughs> yep. hey <laughs> Is it 610 now? <laughs> I think it would be some sort of entrapment thing. Like he's going to have like a pool. It's like people are gonna, It's going to be like well known you can skinny dip there. Because that's like a Tom Brady thing. Okay. So anyways, he's like sitting there like poolside, avocado vodka, doing his thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then once he starts skinny dipping, that's when the arrest comes in because now it's worth arresting. Tom Brady arrested for skinny dipping while drunk on avocado vodka in his Las Vegas pool. On one single solitary avocado vodka, he obviously. Zero percent body fat. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Very drunk very quickly. Next on my I-9 varsity of friends, uh, things that Tom Brady is going to get arrested for now that he's a part owner of the Raiders, because mm-hmm. obviously Raiders have to be arrested for something, mm-hmm. is laundering money through the Raiders organization to hide Giselle Bunchen's alimony money. It's a good one. Thank you. That's not a bad answer. I.E. Or wait, is it I.E. or E.G.? E.T.C. I.E. Buying the Raiders in the first place. Mm-hmm. With Giselle Bunchen's alimony money. Do you think he throws out the first pitch at the first Las Vegas Athletics baseball game? 
Dennis Eckersley. It's nothing to do with Las Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) I think that'd be a nice... uh, So you get Dennis Eckersley, Dave Stewart, the Bash brothers, and Miguel Tejada together, and they all five-way throw out the first pitch. So you think Just to rub these, it in their faces. All these teams going there now. There's the new Rat Pack will be some players from. Oh, that's a very good one. Mm. Tom Brady's in the Rat Pack. What are the cool players? In Obviously, the Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. They bury the hatchet. They Tom. realize they're both really good-looking and immortal. Rob Gronkowski's in it. For sure. He's like an honorary member. But he's not a staple in Vegas. He's like it, it, he's like your uncle that visits town every couple of years, and you have to remind your kids like that he is a relative, but he just lives like a wild and free life elsewhere. <laughs> hey, Spencer Aragon, sales manager for Lacumbe Brewing. Who's the most famous Las Vegas Golden Knight? Whoever that is, he's in the pack. I can't come up with anyone off the top of my head. And Celine Dion. <laughs> That's who the president of Vegas is. Uh-huh. Celine Dion. And they make like a big investment in like Fremont or something, and it's that becomes the cool part. Which one's alive? Siegfried or Roy? I couldn't Him. I couldn't put money <laughs> that on that one. Roy. Roy. Penn and Teller in Not it. Not Brandon. Penn and Teller for sure. They're not that cool. They don't resonate. They're two atheists. In hours, yeah. Yeah. They're in it. Billy Idol doing a residency there. Is he doing a residency there? I thought he was just here. He was just here. He was just here. That's not a residency. That's a tour. No, he's starting it. Oh, it's about to start. Oh, you know, because we didn't think about because So the rumor is after this tour, Miley's done touring, and she's going to take up a residency. She would be in it. Of course Miley would. Yeah, Miley would be. She would be the Steph Griffin of it, but she would be in it. Okay, we got a dual I-9 varsity, and I really like it. <laughs> Tom Brady's future arrest record in mm-hmm. Vegas. And then the, the new Rat Pack. It's actually a bunch of people we don't like. We named some cool people. Not he, him. But he's getting like James Cordon. He's getting like people that like you don't want in your Rat Pack. He would get Jimmy Fallon. He would always be trying to sing. He'd be like, this is not a good rap. Quit karaoke Jimmy. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> That's his jam. Quit laughing at everything I say. We're talking about the Ukraine war, Jimmy Fallon. Quit laughing. No, Steve, I did not get that one. I don't want Jimmy. Fallon has a show called That's My Jam. Like a karaoke show? Uh, It's not like a. It's not karaoke. Kind of. Like a spreadable jam on toast? (laughs) You need a Sammy. Jelly? Is this jelly or preserves? There has to be a Sammy Davis Jr. That's my jam. Adjacent. Like, member of your Rat Pack. That's Gronk. That's Gronk? Yeah. Gronk is Sammy Davis Jr. Different type of entertainer, but I will buy that. Mm -hmm. I'll buy that completely. It's a pretty good double varsity the way I see it. Give me Childish Gambino. Oh, there you go. That's the fire answer. There you go. He can do it all. Exactly. Exactly like Sammy Davis Jr. And Sammy Davis Jr. Jr. You know who just put out their first banger ever? Um... Kendrick Lamar just put out a banger with Beyonce. He the wait so very long to partner with Beyonce. Are you talking about the AI song that Kendrick Lamar 
and Beyonce came out with? That is not either one of their works at all whatsoever. Is that what you're referring to? Is it about America? Yes. It's very good. I hate you so much right now. I'm glad the program's over. We got a lot of beef. We got a lot of beef when this clock turns 12. Just like the Brad <laughs> Pack. Braid Pack? Brady Pack? Brad? Van. Raiders Nation? Raider Pack? Van Pack. Thank you. I'm in. Steve, thanks for having us out. Thanks for being here. You're coming to wrestling on Thursday? Absolutely. That seems like a lie, the way you said it. My, it. It's not my birthday. Happy birthday, Steve. Almost happy birthday, Steve. Thank Steph happy Griffin. Birthday. Thank you. Good job on your final episode of the program. Van, final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and maybe a Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.